relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. If you like America first, then check out our separate podcast, The Battle for 1600, with my former White House colleague, Boris Epstein. Every week, we give you the inside, in-depth analysis of what's really going on. The Battle for 1600. Subscribe today. Democrat in the White House, a split Senate, Nancy Pelosi holding the House hostage. What do we do now? The only thing we can fight. This is Rebuilding the Right, presented by the Salem Radio Network, hosted by Dr. Sebastian Gorka. And I'm trepidatious again. This is tough. I love these hours, but they're high intensity, especially with two of my absolute radio heroes. I don't know. Do I have the <clears throat> the sage of South Central, Larry Elder, <laughs> and our West Coast warrior princess Jennifer Horn? Welcome, Larry. Welcome, Jen. Thank, Thank you. you. So much. Now you know, Doctor G, when you introduce your segment, you use the word "fight," which of course translates to <laughs> incitement to insurrection. That's you're, right. He's got officially canceled. Ninety seconds in, ninety seconds in, and he's getting me in trouble. What do you expect? <laughs> By the way, I did, I, that was a very bad job. Can you give me the right? Give us a sage, will you, Jen? Give us a sage. All right, you ready? This is how I like to introduce Larry with the sage. There How's you that? Go. Much better. And the then you sage. have to go, hoo, 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 and you have to bark a little. Was like that you're good? On was that good, Larry? Movement. <laughs> it, it was it was a little a little lame. It, it, what? Oh, you know, a little, little more gusto, a little right. more brio. We are ready right. to rumble. Let's do it. Let's actually get serious. Okay, big news of the day as we are prepping for the show. There's some organized crime character in New York who said the following. Uh, let's play video cut <laughs> ten from Governor Cuomo. Play cuts. Now the lawyers say. I shouldn't say anything when you have a pending review until that review is over. I understand that. Uh, I'm a lawyer, too. But I want New Yorkers to hear from me directly on this. I'm a lawyer, too. Well, I know a lawyer. His name's Larry Elder. (laughs) Larry Elder. Is this guy covered in Teflon? Um. What's interesting to me, Dr. G, is people care far more about his alleged sexual harassment slash assault than they do about all the COVID-19 patients that his order killed. And by the way, uh, I can't take credit for this idea, but I think I read it uh, somewhere on Daily Wire. There are now five Democrat governors, 
all of whom made the same decision that governor in New York made to send COVID-19 patients to nursing homes. And for some reason, there's a no-fly zone over criticizing Whitmer from Michigan who did the same thing. Uh, Gavin Newsom out here did the same thing. Uh, governor Casey did the same thing. And for some reason, all the heat is on, uh, on, on Cuomo and his allegations about sexual harassment and not on all these people who died, ignoring the science that told them not to do this. Yeah, it's incredible. It's such an important point that it's, you know, Cuomo is the famous one, probably with the greatest number of deaths, 14,000 killed because he sent them back to facilities that couldn't look after them. That's the real story. It's, you know, what he did with his subordinates is bad, but the story is thousands of dead. Uh, Jennifer Horn, is he going to survive this? Is he is this just going to bounce off him? I don't think he's going to resign. That's for sure. No. He's got too much of an ego to resign. <laughs> no, and uh, resign. whether it, there's just not a lot of people in in New York that like him. He has bullied a lot of people. He has uh, a lot of these allegations coming out. Maybe there will be more. And so it, it depends on how many people will come to rally to his defense. To Larry's point, though, it, it, it appalls me what this country has done. The bigger story here was that they sold out American lives because they wanted to take down Donald Trump. And they knew they could use Andrew Cuomo to do it. They knew he was going to the leading voice to uh, chip away at Trump's image. It wasn't just the thousands of people in the nursing home in New York or the people that we're hearing about now across the country. It's Joe Biden standing in front of candles commemorating the 500,000 people lost when they could have treated people with hydroxychloroquine, with ivermectin, with all of the treatments that were available, but they couldn't because they politicized treatments that could have saved American lives. So it is it appalls me that this it, it took those three women to come forward for us to finally be scrutinizing what Andrew Cuomo really did and what he's responsible for. And it's not just him. However, I have to say things are turning around in California. You see the incredible success of the recall effort with Governor Newsom. California seems to be going in the right direction. Is New York just... Jennifer, is it is it condemned to become a ghost town in the city and then the, to have the state see people leave? Or is California perhaps indicative of what could happen in New York? Well, I think what's happening with California is sending a message, a great message to the rest of the country that even in very blue, maybe the most liberal state in the whole country, we are still fighting back against an overreach of power. But what's different in New York is that they don't have a recall in New York. You actually have to impeach somebody. And so they are looking at impeachment of of Andrew Cuomo to me. The recall is much more valuable because it is triggered by the people of the state. So in California, you have Democrats trying to say it's a coup from Republicans to take out Gavin Newsom. That's a bunch of hooey. You have people who are so upset that they've organized, created a grassroots organization, collected almost two million signatures. And that means something to me that is much more powerful than impeachment or trying to impeach a president or even a governor. Uh, Larry, how significant are the events in California? Follow up on. Yeah, exactly. I want to ask you the same I'm question. I'd like to follow up on, yeah. follow up on that. Yeah. Uh, when, when Jennifer says that they, that they began calling it a coup, that's when you knew it was serious. They also <laughs> that's when they were that on to something. Being, it was being it was, it was being, they also said it was being promoted by white nationalists. How many white nationalists have you seen in California, especially on the west side of L.A. lately? So that's when you knew the thing was getting serious. But, um, you know, Dr. G, we often talk about fake news. And on the coronavirus front, there's another big fake news that's going on. And it's, of course, what the media omits. Uh, I'm looking at CNN and MSNBC, 
And they're talking about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine being the third vaccine. And the good news about Johnson and Johnson is you only need one dose and you don't have to store it in sub-zero temperatures, yada, blah, et cetera. And I kept waiting for them to say it was part of Operation Warp Speed. I pick up a Washington Post article. The thing is as long as the Manhattan phone book, not one mention in there that Johnson & Johnson was part of Operation Warp Speed. This is fake news. When you don't accord the credit uh, where it belongs, Donald Trump slash Republicans, that's fake news. Another quick example, doctor. Two weeks ago, a man is running. Uh, uh, police are pursuing a suspect on foot. Uh, man resembles the suspect, shot and killed in his backyard. Uh, the uh, the uh, cop, of course, pay, put on uh, administrative leave while they investigate. Cop, white, suspect, white, man, innocently shot and killed, white, took place in Idaho. Nobody cares because it doesn't advance the agenda that systemic racism against police officers occurs all the time. I've said a million times there are more unarmed whites killed every year by the cops than unarmed blacks. Nobody cares. Item number two, and then I'll quickly shut up. Up north in California, Jennifer knows about this issue, a man, Navy vet, Dr. G, cop kneels on his neck for five minutes. There's even video. Man dies. Two months ago, nobody cares. Why? Because the suspect was in a Filipino-American, does not advance the agenda. That's a parallel to George Floyd like I couldn't make up, and nobody cares. If that doesn't tell you what the media is all about and what Democrats are all about, I don't know what does. Not only that, it's not just the fake news we're seeing in the administration. We had a, somebody on from justthenews.com. Joe Biden, not one press conference in six weeks. The comments on Biden's uh, YouTube page are shut down. They're not going to release the virtual visitor logs, and they, they are making sure that there can't be any tours either of the White House. This, in, compa- in comparison to, to Donald Trump, uh, Jennifer, this is perhaps one of the most um, sequestered administrations administrations we've ever seen. Well, they have to be. And that's because Joe Biden is probably not the one that is in control of his administration right now. I I know I'm not the only one when I say watching Susan Rice a few weeks ago give a press conference made me feel so creeped out. It gave me it gave me goosebumps because you feel like you're actually watching Oz and that this is the person who's maybe pulling the strings uh, there. Is, it is so clear to me that Biden has been uh, helicoptered in as someone who would be agreeable to both moderates and to progressives in the party. They knew he was electable. They got him into office. But it is not clear to me that he is in control of all the deals that he allegedly is making. And if they did for one minute not share the information that the administration seems to be holding back, imagine if Trump did that, the media would be tearing them apart. Larry, 60 seconds left. Who's in charge? What's your money on? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Barack Obama's in charge the squad's in charge Al Sharpton's in charge that's where all the energy is that's why uh, Barack Obama did his uh, partial 180 on reparations and now says they were justified after four years ago saying that they were not practical by the way I think it was 30 some odd Democrats have asked Joe Biden to relinquish sole authority uh, to use a nuclear weapon yes 31 Democrats have asked him to who does that unless they're a little worried about his cognitive abilities and also uh if, if President uh, Biden is, is watching, and I know he is, her name is Representative 
Sheila Jackson Lee, not Shirley Jackson Lee. Can you imagine if Donald Trump had pronounced her name Shirley, not Sheila, what they would have said? Another racist. He can't tell one black woman for another black woman, yada, blah, et cetera. But Joe Biden does it. Hey, it's just Joe, right? Yeah, we've played the video here in America First, the stumbling with the teleprompter, the incapacity to put the pen in his pocket. That's why 31 Democrats want to take away from him his nuclear launch code authorities. That's not Republicans. That's his team. We will be back with the sage and Jennifer Horn after these messages. Hello, CPAC. Do you miss me yet? Do you miss me? Do you miss the president? Well, he's back. And we're going to discuss that in the context of rebuilding the right here on the Salem Radio Network with me, Sebastian Gorka, the sage of South Central, Larry Elder, and from CRN Talk as well, Jennifer Horn. But first, please, if you've weathered the storm, if you've done okay under the Chinese virus, and you want to help people who really are in need... Will you support the amazing people at Food for the Poor? They're supporting the children of our hemisphere who are in dire, dire need. Children that go to bed hungry, crying for food, but you can make a difference. $37, a one-time donation, will feed a child in need for six months. Remember what our Lord and Savior told us. Come unto me, the little children. You can be a modern missionary from the comfort of your home. $111 feeds three children for six months. Please support them. Go to our website, sebgorka.com, and click on the Give Food, Give Hope banner. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, sebgorka.com, and the Give Food, Give Hope banner, or call 855-330-4673. That's 855-330-HOPE. If you're okay, if you want to give back, this is your chance. Okay, we are back with The Sage, with Larry Elder and Jennifer Horn. I spoke to you, Jennifer, is it just yesterday on your show? Yeah. Wow. Um, you asked me my opinion of Sunday's mm-hmm. speech. Now I get to turn the tables on you. Grade the president. How did he do? And how significant was the CPAC speech? Well, admittedly, I'm a fan, but trying to, so I'd give him an A, but uh, just watching critically, this was an A speech because the president spent the time looking forward. He didn't go back too much. He talked about election integrity, but he didn't go back and start arguing about whether or not the election was stolen from him. And I thought that was key. He also talked about moving the agenda forward, an America first agenda, which has reshaped the Republican Party for the last four years. He talked about his administration's policies and he was able to match them up. You can ABM between what we've seen from Joe Biden over the last 42 days. So uh, I think for people who were on the fence about President Trump, some of them are probably reevaluating their decision right now. For those Republicans who thought maybe they could rid the party of an America first message and go back to the swampy days of the old Republican Party, I think they realize that that has changed. The Republican Party is moving forward. It's welcoming in more blue collar people, people of all skin color 
colors, all genders. The Republican Party is no longer the party of the old white guy. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And that's because of President <laughs> Trump. And he 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 showed people why he sold that America first philosophy four years ago and why it's going to carry us through into the next four years. He's tittering in the background of the comment about old white guys. Let's ask Larry Elder. <laughs> this is just six weeks, Larry. It's Look, stunning. My dad's an old white guy. I love him. <laughs> I should hope so. Hi, Mike. Um, did you, did just, you just now hear what, uh, who, who was it, the, the former head of the CIA, John Brennan? Brennan. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's embarrassing for me to be a white male. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's embarrassing just for <laughs> him to be. I, I, as, as a white not, male, not a I'm view. embarrassed because of John Brennan. Okay, let's talk about Sunday, oh, Larry. I, I was going to say, well, as an American, I'm embarrassed. I'm increasingly embarrassed this man was ever CIA director. Uh, and not only that. Uh, as, um, as far as... Uh, and not only that, a man who voted for the Communist Party before he became a CIA uh, analyst. Larry, six he weeks, was, just six was, weeks after was, the inauguration, Donald Trump gives this speech. How significant was it from your perspective? Well, I, I, I watch a lot of CNN, MSNBC, to get the reaction of that other half of the country. And they kept saying things like Donald Trump uh, is back or Donald Trump is trying to come back. He never left. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I thought the, I agree with everything that Jennifer said about the speech. I would all, also add, though, that he rattled off his uh, the left is calling it an enemies list of all the people that voted to impeach him or voted to convict him after he was impeached. And I've never <laughs> never seen anybody do that. But that was a uh, pure Trumpian. Uh, I, I loved it. I thought it was a great speech. And um, we've now had a month to see what's going on with a different uh, president. And you see Iran testing him. Uh, you see the uh, so-called migrants from the uh, from the border testing him. You see the squad testing him, putting all sorts of crap into the $1.9 trillion uh, plan uh, in order to advance all sorts of things that have nothing whatever to do with COVID-19. Uh, so he's uh, he's uh, got a got an embattled presidency. They've not put him out for a press conference, as you pointed out, Dr. G, at the very beginning. And you know why. He can't do it. He yeah. can't think quickly mm-hmm. on his feet. This man's uh, mind is beginning to diminish. I'm sorry. It's, it's happening. Now, the only thing I have uh, to say, though, about the, our side who's pointing this stuff out, it's as if they care. This was the plan all along. They knew Joe Biden wasn't going to last. <laughs> He's probably deteriorating faster than they thought. But the whole thing was to hand the baton maybe midway to Kamala Harris. You have a fresh, even more left-wing, even more passionate about left-wing person uh, running for re-election uh, down the road. That was the plan all along. So don't think that the left is all, all that concerned about this. No, but and what about the? Uh, I I predicted this. He's gonna. I don't do predictions, but I said he's gonna tease. He's gonna play with the left <laughs> with regards to twenty twenty. Larry, should he run? And if he runs, does he win? You're talking about Biden? No, no, uh, no. President I'm talking Trump? about DJT. Oh, um, look, four years is an eternity in politics. I mean, really, I've not heard anybody announce I'm going to run four years down the road uh, and actually pull it off. Uh, any damn thing could happen. I, he wants to run, curious enough, uh, and still has the same fire in the belly, and he appears to right now today than he ought to. But four years from now, who the hell knows? Honestly, <laughs> did you predict Donald Trump? Did you predict that Joe Biden would survive and become the nominee? I sure didn't, so I'm not in the predicting business. All I know is he wants to, and if he's got this kind of energy and vigor and popularity four years from now, right on. And Jennifer, right in on the meantime... Does he remain the de facto conservative kingmaker? 
Absolutely. I think you're going to see, and it's already started, I think he just gave his endorsement to Senator Tim Scott. He is going to be the one who is going to set up these candidates for success. And the fundraising that he is going to be capable of for these candidates, these MAGA candidates, it's going to be incredible. I'm hopeful in our state of California that if Larry Elder doesn't run for governor, that we get Rick Rennell and that Rick Rennell will run for governor and that he'll have the full support of President Trump behind him because I think that will be the difference maker even in our state of California. And I will add this, guys. And Seb, I know how you feel about this because I think we agree. And Larry, I'm guessing that we do, too. I am so glad that he put to rest this idea of a third party because how many of us as conservative talk radio hosts were overwhelmed with the number of people who said, that's it. We're done with the Republican Party. We want out. That was the wrong idea. It was the wrong idea from the start. And it was an idea sent not by President Trump, but by the mainstream news media and Democrats who wanted to try to splinter the Republican Party, which is much more together than the Democrats are. They were just trying to split us right down the middle. And I think it was so important that President Trump said that he wants to stick it out with the republicans we've got 30 seconds left can you break some news here on our show rebuilding the right larry elder will you run for governor of california larry elder had gone from hell no to no <laughs> that's big that. that's big you heard it here first he's, you gotta he's, do it he's moved a nanometer he's moved a nano nanometer closer to it rick grinnell larry elder both amazing choices but i want to see Jennifer Horn as Lieutenant Governor. That's what I want to see. Then California would be saved. This is <laughs> Rebuilding the Right with me, your host, Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Donald J. Trump on the Salem Radio Network, coming to you from the ReliefFactor.com studios, live streaming on YouTube. Also, you got to have a plan B. And we love Rumble. They believe in the Constitution. They believe in the First Amendment. Follow us. It's free. Go to rumble.com slash Seb Gorka, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. Don't touch that dial. I've had Ilan Surlovich, an immigrant entrepreneur and American success story, on our show multiple times before. He's the CEO of Egand Watches, and he stands out for all the right reasons. Elan's company creates exceptional products like the Police Watch. Elan cares about American values and has his own voice. I watched some of the powerful videos on the Egard website recently. You need to visit his site yourself to see all the conservative short films that his team have created. What is Freedom? Is the first short film you'll see posted. Elan put his company on the line to take a stance on the hot button issue of censorship. It is so refreshing to see a business take a stand on principle. But this is not the first time that they have taken risks. Elan was awarded the Fox Patriot Award after he stood up for police, releasing a film during the defund the police movement called Speak the Truth. Finally, he made a video celebrating men called What is a Man? in response to the Gillette Corporation painting a picture of toxic masculinity through one of their ad campaigns. Again, all of these videos can be accessed on the front page of the Egard website. Most of all, Egard makes incredible watches. They feel much more expensive than they are. Elon gave me a wonderful discount for 15% off to share using the promo code G-O-R-K-A at checkout. So please check him out at EggardWatches.com. That's E-G-A-R-D, EggardWatches.com. Come for the impressive watches and stay for the conservative films. E-G-A-R-D, Watches.com.
I was President Obama's Homeland Security Advisor, I'd be talking to the Director of FBI, I'd be talking to the Secretary of Homeland Security, Capitol Police, the Sergeant at Arms in both houses to make sure that all of the, the preparations were in place. I don't believe that the White House did any of that in advance of January 6th. Now we have adults in the White House, and I think they're going to take this seriously. Now John Brennan, Obama's director of the CIA, says they have adults in the White House. That's interesting because if they're adults, they must be scaredy cats. They must be very afraid because they have shut down access to the virtual visitors log. They have shut down the comment line. You can't call the White House and leave a comment. And they've also removed the petition website where Americans can petition on an issue. We are back rebuilding the right with Larry Elder the Sage. Follow him on Twitter. Especially his Instagram game is rather good. And also Jennifer Horn, our West Coast warrior princess, at Jennifer Horn. Uh, Larry, adults in the White House? Oh. Every time I see John Brennan and I look at this guy and I say, this guy used to be the CIA director. And then looking at the screen, Dr. G, to my left is Joy Reid. Joy Reid is the host of MSNBC. A few years ago, she had a blog where she made all sorts of nasty comments about homosexuals, including being disgusted when she sees them kiss. That's why I don't want to go see Brokeback Mountain. When she became a host of MSNBC, of course, these things all came out. She denied she wrote them. She said she, she was hacked. hacked. NBC did an investigation. NBC, yes, yeah, said she'd been hacked. NBC did an investigation. No evidence whatsoever she'd been hacked. And then she said, I'm so sorry I sent them. I, I was somebody else then. Uh, it's not me. And then recently, she said she'd been hacked again, even though... <laughs> You know, already did an investigation. My point is just the double standards bouncing all over the place. The fact that we're even considering John Brennan appearing on this woman's show is just disgusting to me. Same as I feel whenever I look at George, I call him Clintonopolis. This man used to be a top aide to Bill Clinton, and now he's the chief news anchor of ABC News. It's, it's, it's offensive to me. Let me add the uh, the additional one, and then we'll ask Jennifer for her reaction. The the other person in that screenshot was a former intelligence analyst who tweeted the following yesterday. I just recognized his face. How dumb are conservatives and Trump supporters that they don't realize the phrase Antifa is actually short for anti-fascists, therefore they can't be fascists. My response, in the same way that the Democratic Republic of North Korea is democratic, what an imbecile. Jennifer Horn, adults in the White House. Uh, depends. <laughs> um, you know, I, look, everybody's over uh, everybody's over eighteen. Well, over eighteen in that Biden White House. You know, uh, listening to you, Larry, I totally understand the anger and the hypocrisy that we have with the news media because there is a double set of standards with uh, all of the mainstream news media figures who just get passes. You know, how many times have we heard that? Oh, I was hacked. I mean, give me a break. It's old. Come up with something new. Maybe try. You know, your dog took over your account. But what bothers me more about watching <laughs> Brennan and watching James Clapper is that they got away with it, guys. Yes. And you know what? It kills me because I like to be optimistic. I believe in this country. I believe in the people doing, eventually finding their way. We find our way and we get it right eventually. But what really kills me is that you look at these two and they're out there living their life as cable TV pundits. You look at President, former President Obama, who is out there. These are people, and Biden, who's sitting in the White House today. These are people who decided to spy on their political opponents. Yes. 
The swamp is still very much alive and kicking because it is comprised of Democrats and Republicans. If we think that this is just a Democrat issue, we are sadly mistaken. The reason the swamp is alive, the reason these people are sitting on CNN and MSNBC every day is because our party let them do it. Yeah. Larry, you got 30 seconds. They got away with it, didn't they? Uh, They sure did get away with it. There's no more glaring double standard than Hillary having an unsecured basement, uh, unsecured server in her basement on which she sent and received classified information, denied it, uh, and got a complete and total pass on it. The majority of the American people thought that she should have been uh, charged and prosecuted for violating the Espionage Act. She completely, totally got away with it. Yeah. Uh, That's going to be the big challenge if we win next year. If a Republican wins in 2024, will there be any repercussions for the things we know that happened here in this, the greatest nation on God's earth? We are rebuilding the right with my Salem Stars co-guest co-hosts here on our hour. It's Larry Elder and Jennifer Horn. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Are you as healthy as you could be? Come on, be honest. I'm a meatitarian. I like meat with meat. But your mother told you, didn't she? Spinach! Kale! Oh my gosh, that's so evil. You gotta eat it. You gotta have your fruits and vegetables. Do what I do. Cheat! Dr. Douglas Howard's balance of nature is how I get to be the healthiest Dr. G I can be. Six little capsules, three red for fruit, three green for vegetables that give me 10 servings of 31 different fruits and vegetables. I still find that remarkable. And you know, it's all the things that your mother wanted to make sure you ate. Do you always eat sensibly? You can be honest. If you want to be the healthiest you can be, it's not just exercise. It's getting all those nutrients. Take Dr. Douglas Howard's Balance of Nature today. If you use my name, you will get 35% off and free shipping on your first preferred order. Just call 800 246 8751 It's a super easy number, but please write it down. 800 246 8751 or balanceofnature.com. But whichever way you do it, to get that massive, massive discount, you've got to use the promo code G-O-R-K-A. And on top of that, perhaps the coolest thing of all, you get access as a Balance of Nature customer at the end of the phone line for free to a health coach. How cool is that? You know it makes sense. Do it today. 800-246-8751. Balanceofnature.com. Promo code Gorka. They might have the White House, but we have the radio waves. This is Rebuilding the Right on the Salem Radio Network. And it's the one bastion we have. It's radio. Thanks to the great Rush Limbaugh. God rest his soul. Thank you, Rush. We own the radio waves in part. Thanks to our amazing supporters, our listeners, our callers, but also people like the great Mike Lindell, who has done so much for all of our Salem shows. Please support this man. They're trying to crush him. 24 corporations are boycotting him right now. Send a message to the fascistic cancel culture left. Go straight to his website and order today. 
If you use my name, you'll get more than 60% off. Do it today. Even if you've already got a MyPillow, he's got more than 100 US-made products, all superb. Go to MyPillow.com today, promo code G-O-R-K-A, or call 800-829-8468. That's 800-829-8468, MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. Send the left a message. We are back with Jennifer Horn, our West Coast Warrior Princess, and Larry Elder, the Sage. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm going to play a cut now from the man who now runs the Department of Homeland Security. This is Secretary Mayorkas on, well, I guess it's a big invitation to the world. Play cuts. We are progressing every single day. Uh, I don't have a particular timeline, uh, but all I can do is communicate both to the American public and to the individuals seeking protection that we are working around the clock seven days a week to make that time frame as short as possible, but they need to wait. But they need to wait with a particular goal in mind. We are not saying don't come. We are saying don't come now because we will be able to deliver um, a safe and orderly process to them uh, as quickly as possible. The member of the Biden cabinet is saying, it's not don't come, just wait for us to warm up the slippers and put the mint on the pillow. You guys, you live in California, you must know some liberals. Let me start with you, Jen. Is there anybody who's a liberal who says, yeah, that's a great idea? Uh, it is. Uh, it, it's maddening to hear this because, look, I run a small business in addition to doing radio, and there is nothing I hate more than watching wasted work. And you took the Trump administration's work organizing a, an orderly immigration process, an asylum process that took four years to get together, and they re- rolled it back simply to roll out the red carpet for all of these people. And what drives me nuts, guys is that I hear it all the time. You're racist. You're anti-immigration because you don't want other people coming to this country. No. This country was built on the back of immigrants. We are who we are today because we all immigrated at some point to this country. That's not it at all. It's about the human atrocities that happen trying to get people into this country without a system of immigration. We had, and I don't know if you heard about this, Seb. Larry, I know you probably did. Yesterday, there was a just awful car crash at the border in Imperial County, about 100 miles south of San Diego, like 100 miles away from San Diego City itself. And this was a Ford Expedition that had the insides ripped out of it. And inside there were 25 people who officials believe were being human trafficked over the border in a car. And it ran into a tractor trailer and almost everybody inside 13 people died in this car crash. What kind of life are you selling to people in America when we say get here however you can, we'll welcome you in. We're opening things up for the human traffickers, the sex traffickers, the drug traffickers that are bringing people across the border in the worst circumstances. These poor people spend their whole life to raise a three thousand dollars to get a coyote to run them over the border what kind of message is that wouldn't you rather have an orderly process to file for asylum to immigrate into this country legally so that you don't have to live in shadows it's the only humane way to go larry you know my story you know i am a legal immigrant i got in line i waited i paid my money i took that test i gave the oath of allegiance to america is there anybody you talk to who voted Democrat, who says this is a great idea. Anybody can come illegally to America. 
Well, not any rational Democrat that I know, and the Democrats I know tend to be rational. But the, the point is, the Democrat, the left, wants to change the electorate. They've lost the white vote since 1964. Mm -hmm. They've convinced minorities that they're under siege, that America is racist, and therefore they expect to get the lion's share of uh, newly converted illegal aliens to citizens to voters. So what the Homeland Security Secretary was really, really saying is this. We don't want the optics of a mass chaos on the border because that confirms what Donald Trump was saying. We don't mind you coming here. Just, let's just wait a while. We'll do it in a way that it doesn't look bad optically. That's what he was really saying. And that's what's so disgusting about all of this. No, it's absolutely right. It's all about optics. Uh, do you think eventually there could be any... Are you seeing any signs, either nationally or in California, of reasonable Democrats in positions of power who are just going to say, hang on, hang on, hang on, this is dangerous? There's a representative in Texas uh, to who's... <laughs> well, <laughs> either one of us, but I'll tell you, there's a representative in Texas who's a Democrat. I'm forgetting his name right now. He right. said that these policies are inhumane yes. and they're just too much. In California, Larry, I can't think of someone in elected office who is feeling this way because they have ridden the wave of having uh, illegal immigrants getting thrown into the voter pool. And they have through our motor voter program in the state of California. The only thing I can tell you is if... If this starts to create a spike in crime because of the drugs that are going to start filtering into California, there may be pushback. We have a district attorney in Los Angeles who is backed by George Soros. His name is George Gascon. And I'm happy to say today that a recall effort is underway on him because of his progressive, crazy, liberal policies that are prioritizing criminals over victims. So that's the only way I even see pushback on this, at least in a leadership role from anyone in a leadership role in California. Any leadership you see, Larry? Well, one of the problems here in California, of course, Jennifer, is that the media is dominated, of course, by the L.A. Times and by all the left-wing people. So uh, even the crime increase has already taken place because of the proposition that have now reduced crimes from a felony yeah. to a misdemeanor, uh, and they're underreported. The L.A. Times recently put out a, uh, an editorial saying, you know, the reason that Californians voted for, for uh, L.A. voted for Gascon, this, LA, this DA that you're talking about, is because they wanted him to be a reformer. So let's just let him reform. Uh, they think that Gavin Newsom turned the state around and that the finances are in good shape, even though they're underfunded by probably about a trillion dollars. I could go on and on and on. So this left-wing media dominates California, and you get the impression by watching the media everything is going okay. Yeah, it's not about the facts or the truth. It's always been about the narrative. We're talking to the sage, Larry Elder, and uh, CRN Talk and Salem's Jennifer Horn. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is the Rebuilding the Right, coming to you live from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Relief Factor, 100% drug-free pain relief that actually works. I am living proof of that. But listen to Alicia from California. I'm a grocery store worker and have been working doubles during this coronavirus shutdown. At 52 years old, my two bad knees are not getting a rest. I literally limp to and from bed. Two days into Relief Factor and the pain has decreased substantially. So thankful for this amazing product. Don't you deserve to be the next Alicia? Find out today. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. Call 800-583-84. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening just like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, Alicia, and thousands of your fellow Americans. What have you got to lose except your pain? Do it today. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com, Relief Factor, 
Facebook.com. Stay on this channel. Portions of America First are brought to you by Food for the Poor. See, this is why it's tough hosting these things. I have a plan. I tell them what I want to ask them, and Larry goes, forget that. I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about. We've got three minutes left, but it's an important topic. Talk to us, Larry, about the accusation against Donald Trump of the big lie. I, I will. Uh, Jennifer is laughing as she heard the Stevie Wonder music coming in, and I know why. Stevie Wonder just said, Dr. G, because of systemic racism in America, he does not want his grandchildren living here. He's going to move to Ghana. Right. <laughs> Good where his ancestors were, so, were sold into slavery. I'm uh, just saying. Because he was so now, oppressed. <clears throat> Stevie Wonder was so oppressed in America. That's right. Carry That's on. Right. Now, uh, um, so a- after the president's speech, I watch CNN, of course, and there, uh, Jake Tapper is going on. The president is, is pushing, quote, the big lie that the election was stolen. And uh, Ryan Saliza, their senior editor, writes a column about the number of Republicans who believe that the election uh, was one of, quote, widespread voter fraud, close quote. Uh, 75% of Republicans feel that way. And, and of course, Saliza says it's all a big lie. Now, Hillary for four years has called Donald Trump illegitimate. She even used the word stolen, the S word. 78% of Democrats, Dr. G, believe not only that the Russians interfered, that the Russians changed the outcome of the election, which our intelligence community has never said. So with less reason, more Democrats believe that the 2016 election was stolen. The Republicans believe that the 2020 election was stolen. But nobody but nobody calls Hillary the purveyor of... The big lie, which of course, which of course is a is a Nazi accusation in and of itself. Okay, ninety seconds left. I'm going to ask the question I wanted to ask to Jennifer Horn. <laughs> Do we have enough of a bench when it comes to all the seats we have to win, whether it's next year or 2024? Talk to us about your expectations or hopes of the conservative bench. Oh, yeah. And you know why? Why? I'm going to thank the president. I'm going to thank former President Trump. He motivated people who had no interest in politics to get out there, to get active, and to uh, to figure out how to organize themselves. So I think we have a deeper bench than you even know. I think we have people who haven't even come forth yet that are going to run in local congressional races, that are going to challenge the status quo, and that are going to win. I believe the Republicans will win the House of Representatives in two years, and I believe that the Republicans are going to have a very good chance to run a winning candidate in 2024. Look at who we have. I would like to see President Trump run again for president, but we've got Ron DeSantis. We have Christy Nome. We have people that I think really can make a difference, who can bring leadership without pushing too much governmental power over the rest of us. I think we have a real shot here. I'd rather be in our position than theirs. That's why we love her. She brings the optimism, the can-do happy warrior spirit follow her jennifer horn on twitter and he is the sage who packs six hours of radio into three hours listen to both of them every single day follow them this is rebuilding the right i'm sebastian gorka wherever you are whatever you're doing don't touch that dial